0: Here's the Deal is brought to you by VEBS, Veteran Essential Business Services. We are your business air support. We have your six. You served your country faithfully. Now it's time to blaze your own path. Here's the Deal is a show for veterans by veterans to discuss real-world issues on how to start and run your own business. It's a cross between Dave Ramsey, Maria Bartiromo, and Joe Rogan. This is not academia, it's the truth. Here's the deal. Here's a deal. Is proud to present our very first sponsor. It's B and G Chicago Catering. If you're in the mood for fresh, authentic Chicago style favorites, check out B and G Chicago Catering. Founded by two marine vets, and no, there's no crayon flavors involved here. B and G Chicago Catering is a professional mobile food cart service, well suited for large crowds and intimate gatherings currently serving the Metro Phoenix and Metro Tucson areas. BG Chicago Catering will drive up to your next event, business storefront, or private party. Chicago classics like Chicago Dogs, my personal favorite, the Italian beef, bratwurst, Polish sausage. They got tamales and more. All their food is made to order hot and fresh using only Vienna products. B&G Chicago Catering comes fully equipped and takes care of all the cleanup. So if you're looking for a way to give back to your employees and all the efforts they've been putting forth this year, need a last minute option for a small intimate birthday party, need a spotlight, your storefront reopening, which hopefully they all get there soon. Check out B and G Chicago Catering. You can find them at www.bgchicagocatering.com. You can follow them on Instagram at at BG Chicago Catering 520. Give them a call at 520. 262 Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Chris Flowers, your host of Here's the Deal. And this is going to be the third week show of January 2021. Hopefully the year is going well for you so far. I'm going to have Doug Caldwell of Fairway Mortgage on the phone. He's a retired Air Force vet and he's my mortgage guy. So I'm going to have him... Go over the dos and don'ts and mortgages, where it's you know whether it's a new build or a refi or all the different uh, tricks of the trade, the ins and the outs. Give you the give you the real scoop there, so that way you guys can make informed and educated decisions. So I'm gonna dial them up now. Let's get them on the phone.
1: Yeah, hold on one second, my man. Hold on, let me put in his headset here. All right, charging it up.
0: Charging it up. Perfect.
1: Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you fine, brother. How you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. We're live already. We are here's live. We are live. This is like here's, here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. That's right. Yeah. That's how we do it.
1: What's going on? All right, doing Doug. Doing well. Doing
0: well. So I want you to tell everybody first. Give everybody a little little background. Again, Doug and I are funny. Because like you know, okay, yeah, we're Air Force and you know we're doing all this finance stuff. Like I'm in business finance, he does mortgages, things like that. We went about this the way wrong way. I mean, he was a medic in the Air Force. I was a, I was you know security specialist. I was a cop, you know. Plus I was an FO in the Army, whatever. So give everybody a little background on you, Doug. Just kind of um, a little bit more about yeah. you, about your career and stuff like that, and how you got into mortgages, and then we'll start talking about you know the ins and outs and the do's and the don'ts.
1: Sure. So, uh, you know, I served in the military for 20 years, Air Force retired veteran. Um, I was a medic for 20 years. Uh, The last nine years of my career, I was an independent duty medical technician. Um, So I treated I was uh, I was in charge of treating and diagnosing active duty patients. So I guess the way people kind of describe it quickly would be like I was an enlisted physician assistant. Now, the downside about being an IDMT in the Air Force is, sure I was licensed and I fell under the chief of staff of a hospital and I was able to deploy and, and prescribe medications and, and do physical exams and everything. Uh, but when I got out of the military, when I was going to get out, that license doesn't transfer to the civilian side. And, and we all know in the military, there's, there's certain jobs we do that don't transfer out outside. And we do, we do a lot over our scope of practice compared to what normal heads do on the civilian side. Right. So, um, uh, so, so you know, I was I was kind of contemplating my future and I was wondering what I was going to do. Um, I had finished my associate's degree about ten years in uh, in healthcare, and I was thinking about nursing and I was thinking about other things. I know a lot of guys that went to be nurse practitioners or that went to be physician assistants after they got out, and I was like, man, what am I going to do? And, and the time had come, and I was pushing twenty, and I hated being in right now. You know, I was like at that time, I was like so burnt out. Uh, things were changing in the military that I wasn't feeling and so I was like I gotta I gotta make a plan so I finished my bachelor's degree actually I, I finished two years of school in a year um, uh, before I got out and my bachelor's is in healthcare care management um, I was going through a separation at the time from my wife and and uh, I was talking to a friend about selling my house and uh, uh, he was a loan officer that I uh, ended up working for for the first year and a half and and I said to him I said hey listen uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to sell my house. Can you help me? And so he set me up with a real estate agent. Uh, he actually helped me kind of prepare the house and sell it. And during that time frame, he said to me, what are you going to do when you get out? And I said, yeah, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to, my degrees in healthcare management. I'm going to go run a clinic or an ER somewhere. I don't want to do direct patient care anymore, but I'm going to go run a business somewhere, or, you know, run a clinic. And he goes, how much does that pay? I said, oh, it probably starts off at 60. And he goes, that's 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 okay, money. How would you like to make a hundred thousand dollars sitting by your pool? And I said, oh yeah, that sounds good. How do I do that? He goes, become <laughs> a loan officer. <laughs> <laughs> right. The, the, dude, the dude, made it sound like I'm never gonna work. I mean, no, no, never. You sit by the no, pool, you man, to sit Collect the pool. checks, my man. Right. 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 I don't even have a pool right now, man. But uh, but, uh, <laughs> but so so basically,
0: so basically, um, so basically I, he know, was an army recruiter.
1: He was an army recruiter, <laughs> yeah, man. So so. <laughs> how would you like your car to pay for in a Beamer?
0: What? Yeah, all those guys in the dorm.
1: sure they all got Beamers, but they can't afford to put gas in them. No,
0: but, shit. Uh, no <laughs> shit, But
1: so, So so I got into lending, you know, and it, it was great. I worked for a gentleman named Scott for a year and a half. I learned a lot about the business. I learned so much that I learned I can make more money outside of a team, unfortunately. Uh, and then Scott and I had a bit of a breakup, too, and, and I went out on my own. So I've been out on my own now for over a year and a half, so I've been doing lending, actually three years this month, um, so um, it, it's been great. Last year was fantastic, even with COVID. I mean, it was it was a crazy year for, for mortgages, and, and, and I love it, man, and, and, and I do the same thing now. I mean, when I was in the military, not only was I in charge of people, I was in charge of a lot of people, but I was in charge of patients, and I was treating and diagnosing patients. I do the same thing now. I treat and diagnose people's financial situations, mm-hmm. credit histories you know, and, and I get them into the position where they can buy a home, you know, and, and that's really the end game is, is making sure that they buy a home, you know, not only not, not because I'm going to get a paid commission because I'm 100% commission, but because I love it when people buy a home. And and I'd say a majority of my business is referred to me, you know, I, I do help. I do have real estate agent partners that I work with. And we we co brand, you know, ads and, and, and websites and things. But majority of my business is People like you, uh, Chris, referring people over to me are, or, or, you know, past clients are refinancing those past clients. You know, I, I've helped several families, like help the dad, help the mom, help the cousin, help the brother. You know, it, it's just because they, they get good service. And I think that's the most important thing for me.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, I had Laura on. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, so of course you know that's that's our partner. Not only is she our partner, I know you guys partner up uh, quite a bit because she does the homes for heroes and you do the lending, and but then we all do uh, the uh, newcomer orientation over at Luke Air Force Base. So like I said, we're doing a lot of things. Not only you know for our profession, but we're doing a lot of things that serve the community because we have a different we have a different aspect too. We have come with, it with a different angle right. than a lot of other people do. So okay, so <clears throat> got into lending. Yeah, mortgages are like, they're. It's such a weird bird. I like personally, I like business lending better. <laughs> it seems to be a little more stable. <laughs> uh, so yeah. you know, my, my rates don't change like by the hour or <laughs> anything. So you oh, know, by the, by things the, the like yeah, yeah, really no joke. So okay, there's a lot of let's say, give us a quick rundown of okay, there's so many new builds out there and like oh yeah, we got our preferred lender here and we'll give you all these discounts, and this, that, and the other, and this, and, you know, it, I mean, is that really like the best deal to go for, or, I mean, are they, they're going to get the money somewhere, they're putting that, they're, they're, I mean, like I said, there's no free lunch, okay, there's no free stimulus sure. checks, we're going to pay for this shit sooner or later, <laughs> so, there's no... Let, let, let me carefully talk and answer that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, sure, sure, and, and uh, let me tell you this, though, new builds are fantastic, and, and new build lenders do a good job. Uh, new build communities do a good job. Uh, pretty much a, a, an only option of a lot of people right now because we're about a third of the normal inventory, you know, in this marketplace. Last year there was three times the houses on the market. And depending what your price point is, if you're like two fifty and under, I mean, you might not have anything to buy, you know, because you're going to have so many cash buyers and other people over on properties that new builds may be the only way to go. Um, now, if you're a seven hundred fifty to a you know million dollar purchaser you probably don't have much competition in the market. You know, there's not a ton of those out there. But uh, with new builds, they're fantastic. I mean, you're the first owner. Um, You get a 10-year structural warranty on most of these places. You get a, you know, one to three-year, you know, inside the walls, wall-to-wall kind of every appliance, every crack, anything that shifts for three years. Yeah, but I'm talking
0: about the lenders. So that's fantastic. I'm talking about the lenders. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know, I know.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm going that way. So, you know, there's a bunch of positives with new builds. Um, and and then they, the the thing is, if you ever go to a new build as a client, and I always tell them this, bring a real estate agent with you, because if you walk into that new build office without your own real estate agent, and by the way, the builder pays the real estate agent, not you, you don't pay your agent a dime. Uh, uh, the seller always pays the real estate agent, but if you walk in without a real estate agent, you're going to be represented by the builder. And if the builder says they'll say, Oh yeah, we'll represent you. We'd love to, because they want to have the control of everything, every aspect. They're going to tell you, hey, you have to use our title or else you'll pay a a, a fee. You'll have to use our insurance company or else, you know, something. You'll have to use our lenders or else something. In in reality, in a normal marketplace, if if a real estate agent was to tell you, you have to use somebody or I was to tell you, you have to use this guy for insurance. That's called steering and it's against the law. Now, when you're a builder and you're selling our, if you're a seller of a house, you're allowed to tell people, hey, use our guy and we'll give you this or that. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it's just the nature of the biz, uh, of the beast. Um, is it the best option? I don't know. You know, there's a lot of people that say, uh, and it depends on the lender too and the build too, you know. Uh, every, every, every lender's different, you know. But there's a lot of lenders out there that, you know, when they're given something, you know, like a lead from like a new build. And if you have credit challenges or if you have some kind of things to overcome, they may not work hard on you because they have a hundred other people just giving to dropped them in their lap. And they might only be available to you Monday through Friday, seven to four. I don't know. You know, it's different per person. I'm not going to speak on behalf of every lender or of every build, but there there may be some situations, at least the stories I've heard of people having horror stories that, hey, I can't get through to anybody. Just like going to a big, big, big box bank, you know? if you go to Bank of America to get your loan, you might not talk to anybody after five o'clock on a Friday and you might need answers at six o'clock on a Saturday. You know, um, I was actually helping a girl out the other day. She's moving here from out of state. Uh, she's buying a new build and her real estate agent called me and said, Hey, I got an emergency. This person just got denied by the builder. They talked to another lender and they're not calling her back. I said, yeah, okay, well it's New Year's Eve, you know, let me give her a call. So I gave her a call New Year's Eve, talked to her, and then I worked on her loan very hard on New Year's Day. I, like, I spent eight hours like trying to solve this problem. And there was issues with her credit and issues with her debt to income, and I solved it. And I said, okay, cool, you, know, we can, you can go ahead and proceed with the new build. I'll send over a pre-qualification to the builder. And the agent called the builder's representative and said, hey, our lender figured out they're doing this, this, and this instead. And and she told the builder's lender, and now the person's back with the builder's lender and not using me. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> I sold it, up. it. Spent, spent eight hours of my first of the year and uh, figuring out how to do this lady's home loan and solving her dire situation for what? For the no loyalty, my man. No loyalty. What's the builder giving her? Wow. Forty five hundred dollars. What am I what am I giving her to help her close? Uh $4, the $4, loan three hundred dollars. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, you got I, it I done where 40, nobody else would call her back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of builders that will offer incentives and, and, and they'll steer you and they'll say, you have to use our guy else. We're not going to give you this. And unfortunately that happens. There's a couple, a couple builders out there, um, uh, out there that don't steer, um, and, and they don't care who you use. Um, uh, um, uh, I, uh, I think, uh, gosh, who was it? Um, I, I can't think of the builders names right now, but there's a few builders out there that are like that and and they do well. You Horton. Horton is one of them that, that doesn't care who you use. They don't offer incentive if you use their lender or not, because they know right now there's no reason to give incentive because you have no other options. <laughs> there's nothing else out there, but new build. So, right. um, uh, so, you know, there are some builders out there that are, that are very easy to work with as outside lenders. Um, but, you know, you got to think about the preferred lenders in the, in the communities as well. I mean, their companies pay a premium for them to be part of that 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 uh, that group of preferred lenders. Like they could pay up to like fifteen thousand a month just to have their name on that list. And um, and so of course they want to try to keep that business in house to please that person paying them money to, to be on that list, you know. Um, and if I was on that list, I wouldn't complain about them offering incentive to use me either, right? And uh, but um, I again. I've helped a lot of people buy new builds as well. And I, and I tell them, I say, you know what? This is what the builder's going to give you. I said, you know, if I help you, I'm moving forward. If I can solve your issues, I will hope you stay loyal to me. And, and I've had a few stay loyal and a few not. And, and unfortunately, in sales, that's that's the nature of the beast. And when every one sale falls through, another one pops in. You know, that's just how it's going to be. And, and you got to be positive. And, and in the end game is, hey, this person's happy in a new home. And hopefully they remember the good service I gave them. And I had a person leave me for a builder's lender once and call me for the refinance. You know, uh, it, it happens, and you just gotta stay positive and stay, uh, you know. Hey, well, congratulations. I understand your decision. Thank you for giving me your trust and time. And I hope that if you ever have a friend or family that's not in the situation you've been in my way, you know. And 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 hopefully that helps. So. And don't get me wrong, I have cried sometimes.
0: How yeah. <laughs> about I say you, you, you couldn't just kind of say, you know, I know where you're gonna live, right? So you sure you want to Yeah. Be-? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's my that's my tactic. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs>
1: do you know what a firing
0: pin looks like? I do. You shouldn't test me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't think we could threaten. People. Yeah, probably, it's
0: probably not. Good, yeah. yeah, you know. but, not, but,
1: but hey, we're, you we're can veterans. Anybody you want, as long as it's in person without recording.
0: That's right. right. Hey, but hey, we're veterans, man. So yeah. you
1: know, certain yeah. things are you know. <laughs> but no, new new builds are no, good. Yeah. New build lenders are fantastic. New build communities are fantastic. I always tell people though, if you want a new build, you know, look in the same neighborhood because if you don't want to wait six months or longer, because right now they're taking longer at some places. Some places don't have supplies. Some places don't have appliances, manpower because of COVID, right? So uh, if you don't want to wait, go look in the same neighborhood and find a house that's one to two years old. And I think I told this to you too, Chris, go go find a house that's one to two years old. You're already going to have the backyard put in. You're already going to have the mini blinds put in. You're already going to have all these things that don't come with that new bin. And, and you'll, you'll get it out already fixed and already put together. It's not brand, brand new, but it's pretty close. And all the little shifts and different things that have happened have already probably been fixed, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think sometimes that 10-year warranty on the structure may continue past that. So um, definitely check with the
0: community and everything else as you buy the home,
1: but, Yeah, it's 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 a it's a crazy world. Man.
0: <laughs> That's the world we live in, brother. we from one one yes. uh, one shit show to another. So yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So now, obviously, I think. The big thing is now is doing rate reductions, right? So if you're currently in a mortgage, yeah. so like what are like the parameters? Like if you're paying over X percent or like, I don't even know, like yeah, you know, it could have, the rates could have went up 15 times today. I have no idea what's even going on right. in the world. So talk to us a little bit about that.
1: So it has to make sense to either VA or FHA. A lot of people are, well, if you're talking about like an interest rate reduction loan, just pure and simple, it's like no documents needed. Like I won't need your bank statements. I won't need your income docs. Um, uh, interest rate reduction loan, like going VA or FHA, it's like, it's the simplest loan out there. Uh, it has to make sense to VA and FHA. It has to lower your rate by more than a half a point, or it has to, uh, um, change the terms of your loan. Like if you're on a, you know, an, an adjustable rate mortgage, and well, now we're going to be putting you on a fixed rate mortgage, you know, it has to make sense for the payment to uh, decrease, um, or the, uh, are, are the situation to improve. Um, so, so those are great. A lot of people that are in conventional home loans as well are are doing refinances right now because rates are at an all time low. I mean, it, it kind of creeped up on us a couple point, like a quarter of a point to half a point the past couple of days, but uh, but but they're at an all time low, so it's actually fantastic right now. Uh, time to refinance. So, I'm also having a lot of people that did down payment assistance a couple of years ago. Down payment assistance interest rates a couple of years ago were like at a six and a half, and now they're refinancing to like a two point seven five. <laughs> and that, they have enough equity in their is house to the move their mortgage insurance.
0: Is that PMI? Uh, uh,
1: the rate? No.
0: No. Is that the when you say down payment assistance? I don't know. Talk oh, down
1: payment assistance is like if if a person doesn't have so whenever you buy a house you have to bring in money as a down payment. So if you're buying like a normal conventional home loan, which is Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, you have to bring in three to five percent, mostly three percent if you're a first time home buyer. Um, uh, and if you're buying an FHA home loan, a government home loan, you have to bring in three and a half percent at the down payment. The state has two really good programs, home in five and uh, home plus that offer down payment assistance programs. Well, they'll, they'll give you three, four or 5% money to be used towards your down payment. Now those gifts that the state is, are giving you, and I say gifts lightly, it is repayable if you move out before three years, but that money that the state gives you, um, Um, uh, uh, it comes at a higher interest rate. Nowadays, the rates aren't extremely bad. You know, you can get it under a four, I think. But uh, um, a couple years ago, it was like at a six and a half if you got a 5% gift from the state um, or down payment assistance from the state. So I have some clients of mine that that did down payment assistance a couple years ago at a a six and a half percent interest rate. Now I'm lowering their interest rate down to under a 3% or right at a 3%, you know, depending on the client. Like credit and other things that apply too, but um, rates are so low. I mean, it, it could save them hundreds of dollars a month if, they, if people refinance right now.
0: Okay, that's that's good information too. So, yeah. So if they're paying above what, say four right now, now a good time to maybe take a look at doing rate reductions.
1: Absolutely. Uh, anything over a three and a half, you could talk about it. You know, rates rates are down in the twos, two seven five, two five. So I mean, it depends on the client too. And people, people get confused with that, too. They say, oh, interest rates are at 2.75. Yeah, it's true. They are. And, and I got things in the mail the other day saying it's at a 2.25. Sure, that's true. It is if you want to pay two points to get there. And if you want to and if your credit's above a 720, you know. So it's really dependent upon the person. And interest rates aren't like a generic rate that everybody gets it. It, it. it depends on your loan to value. So how much you owe your house and how much how much you, your your loan is worth. How much your house is worth, and how much your loan is valued at, what your credit is. Um, you know, if you have like above a seven twenty, interest rates are typically at the lowest. Um, and if you have over fifteen percent equity in the house, interest rates are typically at the lowest. You know, and if they if you have fifty percent equity, obviously they're going to be extremely low. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, and then the, so the person is also we look at the debt to income ratio as well for some of these loans. You know, if if you if you don't make any money but you have perfect credit, I mean, that really doesn't help either. So uh, it's specific for the person, you know, so we want to make sure that they're able to repay the loan and that that we can do the loan and and that it makes sense for the bank that we sell it to.
0: Okay. So so when you were talking about buying points, obviously you're paying money to get a lower rate.
1: Correct. Correct. Yeah. So there's a lot of people out there that think, you know, like I get these things in the mail all the time. So I'm the VA, you know, your VA, you probably get them too. But hey, your interest rate is now worth 1.75 or with 2.25, call us. It's free. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what, you know what I love?
0: To... You know what I love? I love oh. when it says, okay, this is the final notice. Like, please God, I wish this was the final notice. I know it's not going to yeah. get 15 <laughs> no more, you know, coming.
1: <laughs> no doubt, man. I've actually built two houses out of that paper. But. Uh, yeah, I get the mail. Um. But no, um, yeah, so you get those things in the mail all the time. And first off, they say, hey, like with me, I'm with Fairway. They say, hey, uh, Fairway Independent Mortgage, here's your new low rate. All right, hey, VA, the new VA benefit from the government. Look at this, you know. And it's all BS just trying to get you to open it and give them a call. Hmm. Uh, And and people can get down that far. I mean, you have to pay to get there, and people don't understand that. Now, the good thing with VA or other types of loans is, you know, is you can – you can buy points and put them as part of the costs of doing the loan. But it, but but I usually break it down with somebody and say, okay, you have a three hundred thousand dollar house. Your loan's going to be three hundred thousand. It's going to cost you two points to get there, which is six grand, because a point is just a percentage of the loan. So one percent is one point. Uh, so the three hundred grand would be one point would be three grand. So two points to get there, six thousand dollars. Um, it's going to lower your payment down fifty bucks a month. If you take that sixty six grand and divide it by fifty bucks, it's going to take you this amount of time to break even. Is it worth it? You know, what's your plan? Are you going to stay in this house forever, or are you just going to, you know, sell after three years? Because if you're going to sell in three years, you might not want to waste that six grand right now. You know, as just, uh, to you know, to lower that payment down. So, really, working with a good, good loan officer can can kind of break down those things for you. A lot of these lending companies that you're receiving junk in the mail from too, they're all um, online companies you know, and I got a, I got a thing for that too. So <laughs> mm-hmm. you ready for that? So, so, so online companies are fantastic. I mean, they, they, you know, you, you can get an online loan if you want. Here, here's how that works. So, um, and I'm sorry, I'm getting another call so you can hear beeping. That's me. Mm-hmm. Um, here's how that works. So I tell people like this, now there's, uh, there's other lenders in this town besides me and, uh, you can go to them too but you can also go to Walmart or you can go to Target. Which one do you want to go to, Chris?
0: I'm taking Target.
1: Target, right? You want to go to Target, you want to go somewhere where you know you're going to get a good product, you're going to get good service, not yes. have a big hassle, it's not going to look ugly in there. You know you're going to get good service. Now, right. that's how it is coming the fairway. You might pay a little bit extra on on origination fees or something, you know, or or you might uh you know, it, it might it might be 100 bucks more than the next guy but you're going to get a good product and fairway is well known. It's a good name. Um, we're the number one purchase lender in Maricopa County. Um, you know, so, I mean, we, we do a great job. And when I tell you your loan's going to close on this date, it's going to close on the date. And when I tell you, this is what the costs are going to be, it's what the costs are going to be. And if you need to call me and contact me, I'm available. Right. It, it's like going to target. I mean, everything's there for you. And there's, there's always somebody on every aisle willing to help, you, you know? Exactly. Um, no, if you go to Walmart, you can get the same thing. It's going to cost a little bit less. Might be a little bit ugly. Might be a little bumpy. Might be rough going in and out of there. It <laughs> might get mugged in the parking lot. Who knows, right? <laughs> right? But it, it, but, it, but, you'll still close. Or the third option is if you want that DVD player, and I'm aging myself with that, if you want that DVD player, the third option is you can call China and order it. Right? You can go online and order it directly from China. Now, here's the problem it might show up three weeks late it might not be exactly as advertised online and you might not be able to talk to anybody the whole time. When you have questions, worries, or concerns, that's kind of what it's like going to an online lender. You know, these, these places they're out of New York or wherever, uh, there's one big one. I'm not going to say the name, but there's a big one out of New York and they pay their realist, they pay, excuse me, they pay their loan officers like eight bucks an hour to do their job. Uh, I get paid. Commission. Wow. Yeah. I get paid commission. They pay these loan officers like eight bucks an hour. That's why there's no overhead. That's why there's no fees, no fee loan. We're gonna give you the one point seven five at no cost all this thing and and sure, that might be the best thing to do if you got sixty extra days to wait and 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 you're not worried if it's going to be good or bad or ugly. you know but um, you know so 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 there are some of those places that you can order directly from them online or you can go directly to China too, like I said but I, I like to tell people hey listen if you want the best service if you want to have the best answers a guarantee then you come to me you know and so uh, and, and our company is big out here now we got some heavy hitters out here in the valley uh, you know we got we got some great loan officers out here we, we all do a good job fairways fairways big man I compete against myself and my team all the time so <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice well I I know I feel I feel extremely confident referring people to you like i said I, I, i'm that guy oh where it's like I, I don't want i don't need to have 900 people i got doug okay you want a mortgage go to doug i mean it, I, that way i know i can sleep at night just know was like hey i refer them over to doug hey they're solid okay you know they're, they're taken care of so that's the part that i like about it because you i've seen him in action i've heard him on the phone i've been do i've done several things with them like i said not only do you, you know, we're friends, and you know we go do stuff at the same time. Like I've seen him, in, you know, in the community doing his thing, and every word he just said he, yeah. does, he does on a on a daily basis without fail. So that's why I wanted you right. on the show. That's why I wanted you to talk about it because, like I said, I know if anybody's out there thinking about doing mortgages, I want them working with you. So no, that's nice, man. I appreciate that. Nah, not a problem. So now another thing I want to talk about, which is another kind of hot topic out here. When is a time maybe to Possibly sell, or what about renting your current home and buying a new one, or so? so like, what you know, the rental option, you know, because people are looking yeah. to you know build their portfolios, and you know, everybody wants, to, everybody thinks they want to be a, a property manager and hold a bunch of real estate till they find out what a shit show that can be. But yeah, so let's talk a little more about uh about when's a good time to possibly look at you know renting your place out, or you know, because a lot of people are sure. looking to you know be that you know, get into that gig.
1: Sure. Well, ask yourself this first, I guess: is, um, do you mind if you uh, if somebody that you're renting your place out to parks their Harley on your living room floor and ruins your carpet? If you mind, you probably shouldn't be a landlord because <laughs> crazy right. things will happen to your house. You know, I knew a guy one time, a school teacher out here, and uh, he was he had a rental property and he had a home, and man, this dude was like at his rental property every day, like looking out like his car windows what's he doing what's he doing to the house you know and it's like man, quit stressing over your rental property dude. he's got a lease he's got a deposit you know just leave the guy alone you know but he couldn't he could not be a landlord this guy stressed he like knocked on the door and wanted to come walk through and say what are you doing let me look at the place like a parent looking at a kid's bedroom you know it's like right. dude the, this legal obligation between you two you're renting this place out so don't get me wrong the guy, uh, the guy was from another country and and he smoked like in the house and and that sucks cause smoke man, getting cigarettes out of a house, ah, that's hard to do that smell. but um and the guy, the guy really didn't keep take good care of the house. So it was a kind of a rough example, and I've had other people well, out here's there an that, idea. don't uh, rent uh, to them. yeah, well, and you you have a choice who you rent to, absolutely. Uh, here Here's another thing is I, I know another guy that has multiple rental properties. And due to COVID, you can't really evict somebody right now, kind of a thing. There's some laws to that. I don't really know him 100%, but um, he's had a guy in his rental not paying rent since March. And and the guy won't leave. <laughs> you know, you had to get his lawyers involved, like, last month. And he probably should have done that before. But he's a really nice guy, and he kind of gave the guy a break, you know. He doesn't need the money, but, but still, it's it's a horrible situation. So, um, you know, so ask yourself if, if you're ready to face kind of some things. And if you do become a landlord and you want to rent out your place, find somebody on a fixed income or find a military person in the Valley. I mean, military people, we know they're going to pay their bills because, you know, why you go to the first sergeant and you know, they make housing allowance and you, you kind of can figure right. out how much they're going to make. And, and, you know, you're an E6 where you make $1,700. The rent's now $1,700. No, I, I would never say do that. But, um, uh, but seriously though, I mean, there's a lot of uh, good people you can rent to and, and definitely, Screen everybody you're renting to, and try to make sure you get a good feel for them, uh, and charge a pet deposit too. Uh, but uh, um, uh, but you were asking if it's a good time to become a landlord. So do you know who uh, uh, Robert? Uh, I think it's Kiyosaki is.
0: Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah.
1: Chris? Yeah. So so he wrote a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yep. Um, and he I also wrote something called the ca- he also wrote the Cash Flow Quadrant. So in in yeah, the book the Cash Flow right. Quadrant. he he talks about the four ways to make income, right? And one of them was to work, be be a W-2 employee, be a normal employee. Uh, The second was to own a business, and that's a fantastic way to make money. But the third best way to make money in the top right corner uh, of the quadrant was to be uh, a business owner but have employees working for you. That way you can have your business operating, but you can also go out and get new business. The fourth way to make money in the United States and the best way is through investments and in properties, um, owning homes. And, and so if you want to be, you know, rich, not rich, but if you want to live, you know, a good life, like other investors, then you'd become a real estate investor. I was talking to a guy the other day that owns 200 doors out here. Uh, he's a real estate agent helping one of my clients. And I said, Oh my God, that's amazing. 200 is a lot. Uh, I know other veterans in Colorado and other places that own just as many. Uh, so so there are some pretty good people that, that we have. Uh, you, Greg Young, uh, one of our real estate agent friends, he owns properties in Florida. Uh, but, you know, there's some good people out there that own a lot of properties. Uh, yes, it's a good idea. Always 100% it's a good idea. Now, will you qualify? That's another question. Uh, and, again, that's spe- specific for the type of loan you're going to get and uh, what type of loan you have and if your debt-to-income ratio will kind of provide for it and your credit and other things. So th- it's a whole risk analysis. Uh, Remember that thing they said, algebra, you'll never do it. Why are you going to learn it? I do (laughs) algebra all the time when it comes to solving financial stuff and figuring out incomes and debts and things. Mm -hmm. And all the problem solving I do daily uh, to see if someone can qualify for a specific thing. I do it all the time. So, um, yes, it's a good idea. Yes, now is the time if you want to become a landlord. Now, um, also, it's the right time to sell. I mean, we have one third the normal inventory on the market, depending on the price point that we did a year ago. And uh, uh, equity in homes went up, I, I think, 10 to 12% year over year. Um, according to the Case Schiller report, uh, it went up about 10 to 12% year over year in Phoenix. We're like the second, if not the first, hottest growing market. I think Florida is pretty close to us, uh, Mass- certain parts of Massachusetts as well. But we are very, very hot market. Um, and so, if you, you've already gained a lot of equity, if you're thinking about bailing on your property to, to cash out, why it's, why it's on the t- tip of top of the market, it might be time. You know, I, I and I don't know where it's going to happen in the market in the next couple of months, but I don't see it slowing down. Uh, even the projections for equity is probably about 5 to 6% over the next year in our area, and that's probably a low projection. You might even see another 10% increase. So maybe holding on to it for a few more months might be a good idea too, but... It's really up to you and your financial situation. If you're over your head in debt and you got, you know, $60,000 in equity that you can take out and pay off your debt and kind of start fresh and help yourself out, it might not be a bad idea. But, you know, you definitely want to make sure that your plan is, is thorough and that you know what your next step's gonna be after you pay your debt because a lot of people pay off their credit card debt and they run it right back up the next week. So All right. Um, that's, that's the downside about debt. Here, here's, here's, what, here's what I tell people with credit card debt. I tell them i say you know what um credit card debt sucks i said it, they make a lot of interest you buy six you, you buy you know 60 dollar pair of shoes and you pay 400 dollars for it by the time you don't pay it off <laughs> i said, are you, are people i see people like a taco Bell buying their their food on a credit card it's sad that people have to do that and they're in that situation but it's also irresponsible um and i grew up very poor just like you you know i talked about that and, and mm-hmm, trust mm-hmm. me i stolen more food than I'd like to remember, right? But, <laughs> right. but uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, but you know, um, credit cards, you know, most Americans, they, 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 live in this credit card world and they, they run them up to 10 grand and then all their paychecks that come in, they spend paying their monthly bills and their credit cards. And then once they pay their credit cards down, they go, man, I'm tired of spending all my money on my bills. I wish I had this new, video game system, or I wish I had this new hat or, 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 or concert tickets or whatever it is. And what do they do? They put it on their credit card because they feel like they want something new and they need something new. And so they run their credit cards back up and then they spend the next year paying them down and then they want something new and then they feel bad they can't take their kids to Disneyland. So they put the whole $3,000 trip on those. And, you know, and, and eventually you, you get yourself into this, this cycle of, of staying in debt and paying other people interest. Uh, on your money. So you know what, if you have a 401k out there instead of, you know, spending all your monthly debt on that, take a loan out against yourself interest free, you know, and talk to your financial advisor about it definitely, but take a loan out against yourself and pay off your credit card debt and stay out of it. You know, don't cancel the cards now uh, because if you cancel them, it can hurt your credit as well, but don't use it. Discipline yourself. Find some kind of discipline, which is difficult for a lot of people, you know? Uh, So
0: See that this There's this just turned lives, in yeah. this just turned into like I say at the beginning of the show it's a this is a uh, a mix between Dave Ramsey Maria Bartiromo and Joe Rogan so now that we got through the Dave Ramsey portion of the uh, I just like just, your dad <laughs> <laughs> my dad was an idiot hell no he wouldn't tell me he, he didn't have this much common sense so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're you're the you're the good dad <laughs> way yeah. to tell way to tell them they're a good dad.
1: Uh, and up next we're gonna have gary v so, uh, <laughs> who's also a great podcast if you don't watch the gary v podcast uh he, he, he's he's pretty good man and have you ever watched gary v
0: uh no i haven't just yet i'm trying to get people listening to my show so thanks for advertising for somebody else i appreciate that well, I'm listen kidding. i'm just trying to piggyback
1: <laughs> off of the uh, Dude, I'm messing right. with
0: you bro <laughs> he's a
1: horrible one Don't listen, yeah he man. sucks no, no, just he listen to chris job. man he, he's you know, down to earth and all that stuff. But you know what? Uh, people are going to uh, people are going to appreciate that you suggested others.
0: That's right. Wait, you know, Gary V. Just remember that. Actually, I'm going to look him up when we get V. On. Yeah.
1: V. E. E. Gary V. All one there. But no, I mean the guy, man. I mean, gives a lot of great advice. And that that's kind of that's kind of what I'm doing right now is giving more dadly advice than than you know. I, I'm not telling you how to do it. Uh, you know, so much. Definitely talk to a professional. I always tell people that too. They always say. Should I pull this out of my 401k? I said, not a bad idea, but talk to your financial advisor. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be the guy that, that, that 100% directs them. And same with taxes. How much would I, uh, small business owners, you know, they, they make 200 grand and then they write, then I, they say, I made 200 grand last year. And you get their tax no, returns you and, and you look at them. No, and, you didn't. Yeah, you made 20,000. <laughs> I can only give you a loan based off the income you claim as income, not the things you wrote off. Right. And, uh, and, and, smart business owners will write everything off. I mean, it happened with our president, but no way. I mean, smart business owners will write everything off and every business does it. doesn't matter if you own a restaurant or if you own a, a corporation, you're trying to write off as much as possible. You know, when you go to Burger King and they say, Hey, do you want to donate 20 cents to this fund? Um, you know, and you go, Oh yeah, I guess I'll give my change to them. They take that donation and they use it as a write-off for themselves. Yeah. We donated $2 billion this year. Oh, you get to write that off now, you know. So it, it, it's kind of funny, but, um, but yeah. So uh, income income's hard to qualify people for when when they uh, when they own self when they own self business owners. So I usually tell them, hey, listen, uh, you know, this is probably the amount of income you should claim on your taxes to qualify for the house you want. But talk to your accountant about that, you know. So I don't want to tell them how to do their taxes.
0: Well, I said that's that's why again when I. Uh, one of the earlier shows that I did, especially on the business lending side, like I said, yeah, you definitely got to have you got to have your banker involved, you got to have your CBA involved, and you got to have your attorney involved. Because again, yeah. let me let me let me throw that carrot out there since we're kind of going down this road. Although this is supposed to be the personal financial t- show, uh, when it comes to business lending, just because you can write it off doesn't mean you should. Especially if you want a business loan you're right on down the road. Because just like Doug said, if you can't show it on paper, black and white that you can pay me back. You know, I don't care if you drove up in a Mercedes SL 500. It makes no difference to me, okay? If I don't see any black right. and white tax returns that you can debt service my loan, I'm not giving you the loan. So it's plain and simple. I right. oh, did $10 billion in business. Well, shit runs through a goose. If you don't retain any of that cash, then guess what? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> right. I don't care. You know, so, but then again, that's all I said. Well, that that's, was, what, that's a different show.
1: Yeah. You know, that's what led to the financial crash in 2008, right? 9 is because the um, people would you had a pulse you could get a loan right, right? it's called the you know the, the, you got a pulse loan right a pulse loan and people would say yeah you know I made uh, two hundred thousand dollars this year and they would print out like a tax transcript that our tax you know 1040 that they hadn't filed yet and, and they'd go oh, yeah it looks like it and they would give them a home loan right and then they would they would have like a million dollar house with a you know a ten percent second and you know they'd be just up to their ass in debt and and uh it, you know then people couldn't repay it and what mm-hmm. happened people started crashing you know selling and just foreclosing and getting out of that whole situation the banks got bailed out and the people got screwed right said uh, you now if they would have held their houses for 20 years you know then then they would have been okay now you know i heard the story of a guy the other day he had like a million dollar house couldn't afford it and he just sold it right uh, because now it's worth a million four you know but but, mm-hmm. but he held on to it for a long time but uh um you know, uh, so so that's the thing with income there's a lot of people that say they make a certain amount of money. I have people tell me all the time how much they make. And then you get their bank statements, their W twos and their tax returns, and you get the real answer mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 they don't. <laughs> so you don't well, I can't qualify you for that much. And they say, Well, I'm gonna go to another lender who can do it. Go okay? ahead. Go for it. And eventually you may come across a lender who will kinda of forge a document or do something, but it's not worth me and you sharing a three-by-three three for five years. <laughs> not no committed. joke. There's, when one falls out, another one comes back.
0: No right? so, joke.
1: So, um, so yeah, in, income, man. Income uh, is very important. You have to have the ATR, the Availability to Repay a Loan. Uh, it's a new law thanks to the crash. So,
0: Okay, so, again, this market, especially here in Arizona, Maricopa County, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Re- Ridiculous, right? Like just trying to like, they can't build houses fast enough out here. I mean, you should have heard the briefing I was at this morning um, with the West Valley Commercial Real Estate. But they had a land, they had a land guy out there. Man, they got so many master uh, communities coming up here. Man, they need with some like two hundred thousand units or just something ridiculous. And that's like in the West Valley. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. oh my God, it's insane. So. um like so, I guess the the last piece of advice I guess you would give somebody in this particular market is, hey, should I sell? Should I buy or whatever? Again, what's a what's a good a good rule that that Doug lives by and say, hey, is it, you know, is this the time to sell or is this the time to, you know, buy something new or you know, what 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 do you what do you, I because I know you you give people the straight answer, so what is it you kind of like sure, the rule yeah. you play by?
1: If if you if you need the money, this is the time to sell because it's a hot market, and you're probably get asking or if not above asking, you may even get a cash offer for your home. I mean, you probably sell your house rather quickly right now, so it's definitely a great time to sell if that's your idea. Um, is it a good time to buy? Uh, people always say to me, hey, the market's going to crash, rates are going to continue to get lower. Um, you know, I'm going to buy the same house in a year for a $300,000 house in a year for $200,000. You know, I don't want to lose my ass in this market. That's bad advice. Uh, the market is not going anywhere. The house prices are going to continue to go up. This this is not the crash. We, we actually verify people can repay loans. Um, and, and there's nobody saying interest rates are going to get lower. Um, the way it's looking actually with inflation. That the uh, the rates will probably get higher. Are they going to get extremely high? No, maybe a half a point higher, but still, you know, it, it's going to get a little bit higher moving forward. So, um, is it a good time to buy? Yes, it's a good time to buy because uh, equity is going to continue and, uh, and 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 rates are at an all-time low. Um, if you were to wait last March, if you were looking at houses last January, you're looking at houses, a three hundred thousand dollar house, and you waited. Because you thought the market was going to get worse, um, uh, rates improved since then, and you lost 10% or uh, uh, you know 10% equity. So you, you might be paying 330 for that same house now uh, that you would have paid 300 for last year. So, and I think the market, the equity in the, is going to continue to increase in our market. We see it; the, the trends show it. Um, there's, 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 there's statistical data for 30 years of birth rates that talk about, you know, the, these people entering the housing market and it's factual data. You know we, we could talk about it another time, another show, but um, it, it's, the market's going to continue. People are coming into the market. Baby boomers are leaving the market. You know, there's going to be a lot of sales and things like that, a lot of millennials joining us. It's a great time to buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the statistics also show if you're a millennial, and in, you're probably going to live with your folks till you're in your thirties. Um, if you're a millennial and you're married, there's like an 80% chance you'll buy a home. And if you're a millennial and you're married with one baby, or if you just have the baby and you're millennial, there's like a 95% chance you'll buy. So uh, baby registries and um, marriages all went up over this quarantine via Google searches. So um, who knows? I think this market's going to be on fire. Uh, don't price yourself out of it. But if you want to sell something, it's also a great time to sell. It's, it's a good time to do both. And if you need help, call me or Laura. We, we can help you out. Doug is your lender.com. And uh, we can help you out, uh, um, you know, with your needs.
0: So lawyers are ambulance chasers and uh, mortgage loan officers are um, baby shower uh, chasers. Is that what you're saying?
1: Quite possibly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you need. well, you know. And, and hey, you just had a kid. A, you need to buy a house, man. <laughs> Right, there's yeah. some things that happen in COVID. There's a lot right, of babies. Born, right, right. A lot of
0: divorces. So I
1: can help you out with both, you know. And, and trust me, I, I help out divorcees and I help out brand new babies online too. So and I can deliver a baby too. I worked labor and delivery
0: for three. Hey, years, see, so there let you me know. go. See, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Okay, Doug, give everybody the the full boat contact info, how to reach you. Yeah. Give give everybody the details. So,
1: yeah. Perfect. So Doug Caldwell, I'm with Fairway Independent Mortgage out of Chandler, Arizona. Uh, my phone number—it is a California number: nine two five four two one seven two eight zero. The reason it's a California number is, as I said in the beginning, I am a retired Air Force veteran. I'm, I come from the Bay Area, and I moved out here, and I kept my phone number. A lot of people say that's a bad thing to do because uh, they might—I might be losing some business. But you know what? I think it's fantastic. I haven't had any downside to it, but. Nine two five four two one seven two eight zero. You can also go to dougisyourlender.com. Matter of fact, everybody listening, type that in right now, dougisyourlender.com. Go to that. Look at the website. Tell me what you think. Um, if you go to Facebook or to um, Instagram, I also have and, and I was talking to a real estate agent yesterday, and I'm supposed to sign up for, let me look at my notes, a TikTok account, so I'll probably have one of those here too. So, um, But yeah, dougisyourlender.com, 925 lender.com nine two five four, two, one, seven, two, eight, zero. You search those in Instagram or, um, on Facebook that'll pop up with some of my videos and ads and other things that I've done too. So.
0: All right. That's awesome, man. Like I said, I just like appreciate you, uh, coming on. Appreciate you obviously. Well, I appreciate always. you, appreciate your service of course, you know, uh, yes, sir, you as, u- <laughs> as usual. Uh, yeah. So just to uh, close out the show, I just wanted to, as I always do, just wanted to say, you know, first of all, I couldn't do any of this without uh, the grace and mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, thank you, Lord, for blessing me with this opportunity to uh, put on this podcast and have people like Doug on give uh, give our brothers and sisters of the GD two fourteen you know the real deal on uh, on information. Of course, thank you to my family for uh, supporting me in doing this podcast. I also want to thank the city of Surprise for all their support, um, as well as the uh, glendale chamber of commerce they're really getting behind this thing too doug and i are part of the uh, glendale chamber of commerce and we're on the veteran affairs committee on that and then also thank you to all you guys that are out there listening and supporting the show as i always say at the end of the show stay focused stay mode uh, stay tuned and stay motivated and we're out